Mike Burling, VP Baseball Operations, is sitting down with us here on the OG. Mike, what up, man? How you been? Good. Uh, a little lighter in the wallet, thanks to the satin jacket. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know you are. That's so. <laughs> can we not like work out some sort of payroll deduction thing for yeah. like a Durham yeah, right. Bulls get, per we diem? We get HDTVs off of payroll deduction. Shouldn't we get Bulls merchandise? <laughs> right, right. We do get a technology loan right, at Capital yeah. Broadcasting. Yeah. I need a Bulls gear loan. I That's agree. what I need. It's absolutely what I need. Or a beer per diem. Uh, that would also be helpful too. All right. So Joe and I have been talking about this as it relates to Major League Baseball. And people are really, really happy about the two pitch hours clock. and twenty-two minutes, two hours and thirty minutes. It was like a, a breeze in the park yesterday. Yeah. But from a business perspective, I actually got a question from a listener. Okay, cool. The games are faster, but that does not mean you're selling less stuff in the ballpark. You've been dealing with this as a minor league organization with the pitch pl- pitch clock being in- implemented. What now? Two years? Yeah. So how has how has that affected, say, beer sales? Uh, I, I can see why people think that, but you know, you, you think over the course of a season mm-hmm. and if, if you, if, if these games were two hours, two hours, 15 minutes, we would, we would feel, you it. would feel it. Okay. Yeah. But at the, at the two and a half hour mark, which, you know, early on it, we, we went really quick. We had two twenty five, two thirty. by the time the season ended, we were back to two fifty. Okay. So, um, and you got to remember if, if faster games, we have a whole lot, we got three, 400 staff members. Mm-hmm. So if we're sending them home, a half hour earlier than we were before. We're saving a lot of money. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't think about that. So, I didn't think so about it's from a, that perspective. It, yeah, it balances out. It's it, balances it balances out. out. We're not. We're not too worried if it starts. Like I said, if, as long as it sits around two and a half, we're fine. Okay, gotcha. All right, let's get to the robot umpires or the software that's going to be used to determine balls and strikes. That's not being used tonight. Correct. When is Major League Baseball? Do you have an idea as to when Major League Baseball is going to start implementing that? And will we know? Yes, so okay. it it, uh, it is in effect in the Pacific Coast League okay. because they had it last year. Uh, for us, it's a matter of a lot of stadiums are just having trouble with the software. So mm-hmm. our assumption is is by the third week of April, we will have it. And on games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be full robo-umpire. You said trouble with the software. Is this like a situation when a younger person goes home to visit their parents during like a college spring break? They're like, I'm so glad you're home. I've been having this error message on my computer. Can you please sit down and fix it? Like, do you have like some kid coming through to fix this thing? Like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. In fact, Major League Baseball is here today. There, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people, and, and it's not just our stadium. It's, sure, it's sure, right. It's, it's all over the, the place. International. Okay. There's 20 new parks okay. that are getting this, so they're all over the place trying to get everything worked. It's a lot of cameras, as you can see, gotcha. all around the ballpark. So, gotcha. Yeah, but I think we'll work. be ready by the end of April. Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't. No, no how, how does it oh, work? How does it work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is a massive server that's uh, down behind our retail store, and if you if you look out uh, around the ballpark when when you come here and as a fan, you'll see all these cam- cameras, and it it triangulates the strike zone. And Major League Baseball, with a few pushes of a button, can change that strike zone. Okay. So if, if like currently you see a lot more umpires calling the higher strike. So they're gonna. That's that's part of what we do at minor league baseball. We want to test things. Yeah. So we will mm-hmm. test the width more. We could test the height and the high low strike zone. And and in, they're constantly surveying the players to see, okay, what what mm-hmm. do you think about this? Do you think this should have been a strike? And that that's our, that's what we want to do. The camera we, picks up the ball in real time, or there's a chip in the ball, or no, it has no chip in the ball. No chip it's, in the ball. Yep, it's it's and it's where it crosses the front of the plate. That's why. Our, so you look at a catcher who may catch a ball low mm-hmm. but it crossed the plate in the mm-hmm. in the square okay 
So that, that's where, unfortunately, if you're a catcher, you know, a lot of catchers, they make good money off of being Try able to frame, frame. It. Yeah. You frame it. That, just, yeah. that, that goes away. Interesting. In this scenario. Interesting. Okay. And Mike Burling, VP Baseball Operations for the Durham Bulls, joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obias. You said something important, though. They used it in the Pacific Coast League last year. And I'm, I'm listen, I'm not going to act like I follow the, the PCL over <laughs> here, right? Was that publicized? Uh, yeah. It was. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because yeah, it was the Pacific Coast League and Charlotte. So oh, okay. Charlotte was well, the only know, team. So our, yeah. So our game, our, our uh, players, when they went to Charlotte, it, uh, Brady Williams, our manager at the time, he, he actually enjoyed it. He, okay. He did. So I guess that gets to another yeah, philosophical variance, right? Like, well, that, but that's the right. thing, though. And that, I guess that gets to the philosophical question about this. What is a strike zone? The strike zone, that, and that's that's what I, that's what they're determining. They're, they, and that's what they want to test is mm -hmm. what is the best strike zone? Because at, at the Major League Baseball level, they want balls in play. Because I guess the reason why I ask that is that in other sports, we know what a made bucket is. Exactly. There's no like, well, you know, it would have gone in. It hit the edge of the rim. We'll count that. Right. You know, a touchdown's a touchdown. Yep. So with with balls and strikes, it's, there's an art to it. It's a, it's a nebulous idea. It's a, shoulders to the knee, and it's outside, you know. So how do you how do you determine that on well, so a consistent the, basis? Well, it, it, once it gets to the the major league level, it will be determined at a consistent basis. And they're not, there's not going to be any more tweaking. Correct. That takes place. Okay. At that point, that's what the yeah, there may be tweaks. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we're here for is to, okay. to, to figure out. All right, is it better to go high low? And they may tweak it over the over years. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the point of us is trying to go through it and, and really understand what is the best strike zone to get the desired effect, which is more balls in play. So if you if once you understand what the strike zone is, we are talking about the elimination of umpires altogether. Well, <laughs> see, that that's where the, the Thursday games through Sunday games are going to be important. And if me as a fan, I would rather see this in Major League Baseball versus the full robo ump. OK, so games Thursday through Sunday. The umpire is actually calling the game as if there is no robo ump. Gotcha. And then the pitcher, catcher, or hitter can say, "I'm challenging that challenge. call." Oh, they, do you have a, a little red flag on them? No, they, is they it just, a rosin they, bag you throw? <laughs> like, what do you do? The, the earmuffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> My but, favorite, the earmuffs. Right. But the best part about this is the manager is not the one making decisions. So that's that's, that's okay. a good one. He can't make the decision. So, you know, think of a player who I want to I don't want to strike out yeah. in the first inning. Right. I'm going to challenge this. That would be awful because you only get three. Oh, so, okay. So okay. Are you really going to call for a challenge in the first inning unless I mean, you're for sure? I mean, that's that that could be dangerous. But then, and, and then all of a sudden, so they'll call it and, it and it happens really fast. You'll be amazed how quick it happens. Then we'll show it on the video board and you'll see exactly where it okay. was. And the crowd will be like, oh, uh, it'll be it's pretty cool. <laughs> at, at the risk of giving the game away, though, Mike. If we have a year's worth of data from the Pacific Coast League, if these umpires, if the humans were so good, <laughs> we wouldn't need the camera. <laughs> I said that, not you. That's but a Joe Julio editorial. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> Ipso facto, your answer, your non-answer is my answer. Well, well, they're, 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 I'm not a, saying they're terrible. We've talked a lot about this with ACC basketball. Yeah, these yeah. guys get 90 to 95% exactly. of these things right. It just so happens to be the 5% that you look at and you go, well, how did you miss that? How did you screw that up? And, yeah, I do think there are more personal biases mm -hmm. in calling balls and strikes, as Joe said. There's a, it's a, it's, it can be nebulous. But it's also something that you just don't need, in my opinion, in baseball. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still – so we've talked to a lot of umpires about this. And the ones that were at Charlotte, they tend to 
you know, you lose your focus as an umpire when you're not in, you know, that's what the money's for, Mike. <laughs> I mean, seriously, so, so, at the so, risk of so, being dismissive. There, so there's a you're concern. You're being paid to be there. So there's so a concern about being focus. engaged. Yes, from from the home plate umpire standpoint. It's not like they're checking it's... Twitter. I mean, that's that's a me problem. <laughs> yes. You know, like I'm you, on the middle. I'm doing a show. A I'm doing a show, and Gilio says something to me, and I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> sorry, I was so, looking at my so, mentions. So you, I take it you both are you're, you both are on the full robo. Umpire. Oh, dude. Yes. Okay. Oh, I've been on full robo um, umpire. We want to change the NFL. We want. Yeah, there there should be like <laughs> why why are there retirees on a chain gang in, in the NFL when we know we what can't ten yards that problem is. today? But I, I mean, do feel like on. we're yeah. what yeah. two years away from this getting to the major league level. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can gotcha. See that. I mean, especially with the success yesterday at the pitch clock right. on the major league level, right. like that had to be something. And the more one thing I, I did see yesterday was Stroman, who had hadn't been in the minors. You know, mm-hmm. the guys who have come through the minors and are used to the pitch clock. Yeah. Don't have an adjustment to make. Right. A lot of these guys, well, maybe some of these older players who haven't been through the minors, they're now going. Oh, well, wait a second. We gotta, we gotta but figure this thing out. The thing I like, and they so at the winter meetings they showed video of of minors versus majors in in a same scenario where a pitcher pitches, it's a strike, ball back. It's 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 like the game of baseball in the eighties. It's okay. it's just a fun yeah game yeah to watch. And there was one scenario where where a player literally hit an entire home run and <laughs> and the pitcher still had not thrown the second pitch in the, at the, in at the, the major side by on side. the side by side oh, wow. it, it was like mind-blowing that this is happening yeah and yeah. this is happening every pitch yep and we'll close on this mike burling vp baseball operations joining us here at the dbap alongside joe Gilio. i'm joe obvious it is opening night the tides are in town for the bulls the 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 World Baseball Classic happens, and everybody's kind of eyes are open. You know it was so compelling that it actually broke through other things that were going on. It's not baseball all at the typical time. you got the NCAA tournament going on. There's NFL drama, and people were compelled because of the fun that was taking place, the joy that was taking place. I think it just proves there's something wrong with baseball. Exactly. It might just be the way that it's played sometimes. So how do you, you know, now that the World Baseball Classic is over and we're back in the, you know, American baseball system, which you're, you're part of with the Durham Bulls, is that like a light bulb that goes on with owners and players that, hey, look, if we have fun with this, maybe we wouldn't have this existential crisis that we seem to be. I'm not saying that pitch clock shouldn't be happening or that robot umpires shouldn't be happening. I think those are good things for the games, but it almost shows you that if you look like you're having fun what, doing what you're doing, people will get with that. Yeah. And and honestly, if there wasn't a light bulb that went off to, uh, went on over that, we got something. We got far bigger problems to worry about because. And the crazy, you know, USA baseball is in carry. Yeah, that's the thing I don't think people understand. This World Baseball Classic is run by the people who run mm-hmm. USA baseball and carry. And and they just it was they were so excited. It was such an awesome event. When you see players, when you see Randy Rosarena saying that that catch he made in the semifinals was greater than his home run in the world series. That's saying, that's something. saying something. That's saying something. And it's, I think it's sad that the, you know, the, the, the especially on the pitcher side, you see on the, the position player side, we got bought, we got buy-in mm-hmm. pitchers that we didn't. I love Merrill Kelly to death. He's one of my all time favorite Durham bulls. Yeah. He should not be starting the championship game for USA baseball. I yeah. think we're all in agreement with that. Okay. So they, we got to get the buy-in because it, it was fun. It's great for the game. And heck, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to have it yeah, quicker we got, than every four. We years. got Trout against Otani, though, so that's what. Hey, you can that's, ask fun. that's what we want. And, Although, and the Angels fun. figured out a way to lose, so it was perfect. <laughs> when in doubt, they'll they'll be doing a lot of that. All right, 
Mike Burling, VP Baseball Operations. We appreciate it, man. You made it to another baseball season. Let's go. Thanks for coming out. Happy opening day. I'm excited. We got number two prospect versus number six prospect on the hill tonight. Should be. Oh fun. wait, there's there's players we watch here. Yeah, team? there's players. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. They win every year, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ring ceremony. Yeah, no, you need more. I forgot. You need the. I forgot you need the three peat. Ninth ring. So. Make, make sure that uh, Pat Riley gets that uh, <laughs> gets, gets that royalty check for a three peat.